Hey, Buzzheads, welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast. I'm Curtis Tucker. And I'm Todd Wheeler, bringing you our memories, or lack thereof, of growing up in the 70s. We are not a history podcast. We just want you guys to know that. Sometimes we get things wrong, and if you listen to us long enough, you're going to be screaming at your device trying to give us the right answers. Listen up as we recount growing up in the Midwest and our unique experience. Go to 70sbuzz.com for more info and leave us your thoughts. Let us know if you guys have any show ideas, if you'd like us to uh, get you on as an advertiser. And don't forget, please leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting apps. No, that was last week. That was, that was last week. Now, now, now that you talked about having a frog in your throat, now I feel like I've got a, I've got phlegm. You've got phlegm. phlegm. I've got phlegm, phlegm in my throat. Yeah, see. we got phlegm and phlegm going on. <laughs> oh, it, it must have been that sriracha sauce, mate. No, I've I didn't. Been, I had sriracha sauce last week, I, and I didn't have sriracha sauce. Hmm, so I don't know mm. what it is, but mm. we are back for another episode of the Seventies Buzz, Buzz Podcast. Podcast. We uh, thank you, Buzzheads, for joining us for another episode. You guys can get a hold of us, buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. Please leave us a uh, uh, rating or a comment on iTunes and all that other stuff. I didn't really gather any shout-outs this week, so uh, do you have a shout-out over there? Yes. Hang on. I just thought about that. Um, a uh, blah, blah, blah. Hang on. Yeah. She posted something week before last. She posted something about last week's show. Ah, Hang cool. on. I'm trying to get there. I'm now stalling. I, now, stalling. I did, now, I did get some emails from people, and I, I probably... Uh, Dave Ball sent some more emails. And, uh, hey, Dave. So, uh, Morning, Dave. We'll be, we'll be doing a show with Dave again here pretty soon. And, lot, and people have been sending in lots of good show ideas. So uh, you guys continue to send us show ideas. If there's something... Some really specific subject from the 1970s that we have not even talked about yet. Mm-hmm. Send us that buzz at buzzheadmedia.com, and we will add it to our ever glow, glowing, growing list. Easy for you to say. Because I, I actually thought at one time we were going to run out of ideas, and yeah. it just keeps going yeah, and going. It's like the Energizer Buddy. Yeah, uh, Susan Earhart. She, Susan. Yeah, she commented again. She said, uh, oh, my battery's getting low. Uh, I almost skipped this episode because I'd never seen the movie. Talking about Up in Smoke. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm glad I listened. Thanks for the shout-out. And uh. you're getting another shout-out. Uh, and she said, I never smoked or used marijuana in my life, but several girls in my high school group of friends smoked it regularly. The, I think the fact that I was repelled by smoking, having two parents who smoked all day long, probably kept me from being tempted. Yeah, and and I had some. There was other people that commented on that episode too. So yeah, so please, if you if you see an episode that's like a movie title, um, or a song genre, or something that you guys don't e- either didn't watch, go ahead and listen to the episode because what we try to do is make every episode not not like a a fact 
information facts show about a certain movie we like to try to make the movie what we remember it and how we experienced it and and so it's not always just about the movie it's kind of more how we reacted to the movie how other people reacted to the movies and things like that so try to try to listen to uh yeah we're, we're trying not to make any episode too boring <laughs> i guess because we don't want it to be just a straight oh yeah fact 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 fact, fact we wanted to yeah. yeah we wanted to be relate to what we what we experienced yeah in the 70s yeah and and why would we do that why would we talk about something that happened way back oh 20 30 40 100 years ago because it, it was, was the greatest decade known to man and it still is it still is the 80s is trying to Kind of, kind of get its foot in the door, but no, it's never going to happen. I was talking to Bella this morning or yesterday morning, and she was like, she was asking me like, "What do you guys talk about?" You know, this uh, is my my uh, eight year old granddaughter, and uh, and I said, "Well, we talk about you know cool things that happened from, you know back in the seventies." And she's like, "That was a long time ago." I said, "I said yeah." I said, and this is kind of weird thinking about this. I said, "Okay, so she's eight right now. Mm-hmm. So in the twenties, she'll be nine to nineteen. I said, so when you get older." The 20s is going to be your decade, the 2020s, yeah, as opposed to our being the 70s. So that was 50 years, our, our decades are 50 years apart. It's pretty wild. It is pretty wild. So, and it, and it's so weird. It's like thinking right now, 19 or 2019, you don't think that in 20 years, 2019 is going to be nostalgic. <laughs> I mean, and we're still talking about the seventies, the eighteen or nineteen seventies. Yeah, but, but and it's like all the technology, everything that we've got right now, we think is like the coolest and the best and the fastest. And yeah. in twenty years from now, we're going to be people are going to be laughing like those guys used phones and they, they didn't, they couldn't fly. And well, as soon as they okay, as soon as they storm Area Fifty One, they're going to find those spaceships and they're going to get the anti gravity stuff. And then you know, the, we were talking to, on our. Our regular, our daily podcast. How you know? Where's the flying cars? It could be coming sooner. Could be than coming you. soon. So let's let everybody in on our big secret of what tonight's episode is. It's a secret. Well, it is so far because we haven't <laughs> even talked about it. But they're, all, they're well. They all know because when they when they they look at the the phone. Oh, that's right. Because so it's got the. You guys already know. You've read the title. Yeah. We haven't even told you yet. <laughs> well, you made it. well, that's cheating. <laughs> Should I not put a title no, this time? we got to put a title. Oh, yeah, okay. so this is, yeah, if you read the title, this is about novelty songs in the 1970s. And real quick, I'm going to give a quick definition. I don't know that we're going to adhere to this strictly, but uh, they say a novelty song is a song that was chosen uh, for its originality, wit, humor, and lasting popularity. Novelty equals new or unusual. So these could be unusual songs. Um, they are comic takes of current events, cultural fads, or holidays, along with the parodies of established hit songs and comedic narrations put to music, which I think describes most of them. Yeah, I see a thread there of uh, or, uh, uh, a reoccurring uh, comedy. See, so I have songs that aren't funny. Well, yeah, I do too. So, so, but yeah, so it doesn't say they're all funny. New, new or unusual? New and unusual. Okay, too. I got unusual. Yeah, so we got. So real quick, before we jump into all these lists and everything, what uh, name your like number one favorite? Well, let's do a favorite and then a worst oh. that you can remember. What's your number one favorite well, novelty song from the seventies? <clears throat> the one that probably sticks out most in my head is uh, uh, the streak. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's pretty pretty notable. That yeah. that would be one of my top notable ones, but one of my my all time favorite. And I'm we're just gonna start this show off, baby. <laughs> we're just gonna start this show off. Get your phone going there. Yeah, see if I can get it going. So this song uh is actually even for non novelty, one of my favorite songs ever. See, I didn't even think about this song. Wait till we get a few words here real quick. <laughs> Chinese me when it's hand. There. We had, to, we had to get Todd Todd to, to sing. So so this uh, Warren Zevon, he didn't have very many hits. I mean, just, you know, you just, in, unless you heard of this song, you probably never even heard of Warren. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever heard. I didn't, I guess I didn't realize who sang that song. I oh, thought, you, oh, you didn't? Well, I had the 45, so I knew who sang oh. it. Huh. Um, uh, 1978, he is an American, well, was, he died, um, Ameri- oh. American singer-songwriter, and um, this song was composed by he, Leroy Marinell, and Waddy Watchell. Waddy Watchell. Yep. Waddy Watchell, that's fun to um, say. Was included on the Excitable Boy uh, album, 1978, his third solo album. The track featured, this one was a, so I may give you a few facts and, and sure. interesting things. This track featured Fleetwood Max, Mick Fleetwood, and John McVie on drums and bass, respectively. Really? Yeah. So they they're in the recording session. That's who recorded the bass and drum. The song began as a joke by Phil Everly of the Everly Brothers to Zevon in 1975, three years before the recording session for Excitable Boy. Everly had watched a television broadcast of the 1935 film. Werewolf of London, and it suggested to Zevon that he adapt the title for a song and dance craze. And then those three got together with the idea. They wrote the song in about 15 minutes, <laughs> and all contributing lyrics were transcribed by Zevon's then-wife, Crystal. And then I don't have it written down, but then I think somehow Jackson Brown got a hold of the song, and he started singing it in his concerts, and then Warren thought, well, heck, I guess I might as well record it. And then they put it on the album, and it became his biggest hit ever. I'd like to hear Jackson Brown's version. Yeah, and then and I, I thought I had it in here, but I'm not seeing it. Um, he, I think it was kind of, where? Oh, why don't I have that here? I don't know. He, he made a comment about the song. Um, it was kind of like the guy um, with Blind Melon, where the little bumblebee girl in the video mm-hmm. became almost more famous than the band. Mm-hmm. I think Warren, he liked, he loved the song, but I think he was a little annoyed that it wasn't like Bridge Over Troubled Water. It was more a, oh. a novelty song, even though he, but, and I can't, I thought I'd, I thought I'd uh, pasted that, but I didn't. So anyway, he was, yeah, he, he loved the song, but he kind of wished he'd, had a better song, I guess, to be the one he'd be remembered by. Oh no, it's a cool song. So yeah, I love I love the song, uh, but and some people may not even consider it a novelty song. So. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, no, I just thought I was, you know, thought oh that's a cool song. It's always been a cool song, and like you said, never thought of it as being yeah. a novelty song. So uh, carrying on, what else you got over there? Uh, how about this guy right here? Uh, hopefully, it's queued up right. Uh-oh. No, I don't want to take a survey. <laughs> don't take a survey. Don't touch me. Hey, Ray. Hey, Sugar. Tell them who we are. 
<laughs> well, we're big rock singers, we got golden fingers, and we loved everywhere we go. Do, 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 we sing do. about beauty and we sing about truth at $10,000 a show. We take all kind of pills to give us all kind of thrills, but the thrill we never know. 1973. I got 72, but it's probably written down. Rolling Stone. Okay, now, did funny thing about funny thing about this song is, is they actually did get on the cover of the Rolling Stone. They, they did, sorta, <clears throat> sorta. Doctor Hook and the Medicine Show, right there for you. So at some point, I guess he dropped the Medicine Show. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, because you know he went on to do a lot of other really cool stuff. But yeah, they finally got on the cover of the Rolling Stone in March of '73, uh, but in caricature form. And uh, only three of the seven members. Uh, and the caption read, uh, "What's her name's finally made the cover." <laughs> Didn't even give them credit. Uh, well, now, now they did. A, they did do a feature of the group in in the magazine. Now I don't know if it was the same issue where they were on the cover, no. but yeah, but they did eventually do a uh, an article on those guys. So it's kind of it's kind of tongue and cheeky. So so basically, what we're saying is, if there's a magazine show podcast. Something you want to be on, write a song about it, and uh, you might make your way on to whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so even though uh, Werewolf Werewolves of London is my favorite, oh, pardon uh, me. this is the one that I most remember that drives you crazy. Oh yeah, that's in the that's in my list of number ones. That stupid song actually made number one. 1976. I knew you'd be. I knew you'd be bringing this one. You knew me. Be, I'd be bringing the heat with the old convoy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, C. W. McCall. Uh, he was an ad man in Omaha. Came up with a TV commercial for bread. Later, he became an outlaw country icon thanks to this quirky, almost spoken word track. Yeah, I got a whole list. Uh, of number one song of, of novelty that went number one number one most of them are either instrumental or spoken there's one there's a couple that that aren't uh, let me see if I can find this other one I wanted to play that might be on a different tab I can get you on a different tab here we go <laughs> oh there you go Focus. Both of us. I don't know if I know who this is. Yeah, we. Uh, I think we've actually gone over this song. It starts out sounding pretty cool. You'll remember here in a second. Nineteen seventy-one. Okay, it's, it, it might, you know, it could be pretty cool. You don't remember this? I'm still waiting for it. I'm still waiting for it. Uh, by the time I jump ahead, it'll get there. <laughs> Here we go. Remember that? Oh my. 
I guess I don't remember that. Oh, you don't? Uh-uh. That is Hocus Pocus by the group Focus. They were a, uh, I think they were Swedish. Focus? Uh, Hocus Pocus by Focus. Oh, they were Dutch, a Dutch group. Uh, and they released that in 1971. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, see, it went to, and it actually went to number nine on the Billboard Hot Seriously. 100. Seriously. In 1971. Yeah, 71. See, I, was, I still wasn't really into music yet in 71 so that's probably why i missed out on that one <laughs> yeah that's uh, kind of cool that's kind of crazy it's a quirky little song now i had the 45 of this one uh if it would play <laughs> i had it Um, oh, the telephone song. Now, I did not know until I did the research on this song. It's a naughty song. I was We were singing it kids like it was a telephone man, but it, it was... Is that still me playing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was kind of an innuendo of, of sexual things. Yeah, there's another song that I came across that was... Uh, after I after I was listening to it, I was like, "Oh my god, uh, I can't remember which one it was." Uh, yeah, uh, this was um, Sherry Wilson. She was a singer model, 1977. She sounds cute, and yeah, and I mean, I remember the song being so funny that I went and bought the the 45, but I didn't know it was an innuendo into uh, "Put It Where You Can." <laughs> <laughs> hey, telephone baby, baby, I'm a telephone man. Put it where you can. So that's a telephone man. Yeah, I think there's a, uh, yeah, a lot of that going on. Is that me? That's you. Oh, that's not the song <laughs> I wanted to play. So, yeah, we're going to have to go back and forth as we find these. You remember this song? The Crash of Mighty Trees. Hang on, let me jump forward a little bit here. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. Oh, yeah. I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack, he's okay. This was uh, Monty Python, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those guys, uh, they were, uh, they were, they were the 1974. Oh, that was a good song. This one? Yeah. This one. Um, now, some people might not consider this one a uh, novelty song. Yeah, but it is. It's got to be. Beethoven. Beethoven's Fifth? Yep. By A uh, Fifth a fifth of Beethoven. Fifth actually. of Beethoven. That was one of the number one instrumentals on oh, my really? list. Yeah. It did go number one. Fifth of Beethoven, 1976. Walter Murphy and the Big, Big Apple Band. Big Apple Band. Um, let's see. Disco Phenomenon. Uh, top of the charts. Novelty song. Boogie Billboard. Uh, yeah. So there you go. So a little Radio Gold right there. Radio Gold. I, I actually, I, I think Staten had the 45 of that one. Really? Yeah. This was a cool song. Yeah, love this song. Love the drum part where it goes. Yeah. Now this may may or not be considered a novelty song, but I. Well, yeah. 
Kind of. Kind of, sort of. Paul Revere and the Raiders. Yeah. 1971. Bam. And talk their English to our young. Bam. Come on. Okay, I just enough you don't get more of that. Cherokee people. Uh, speaking of, you got a, you got one pulled up uh, here pretty quick. Um, oh, I forgot about short people. Newman. How could you forget about short people? Uh, Randy Newman. Randy. Randy. I let me get. Don't tell me you're seventy-seven. Yep. Ah, nailed it. People got no reason. You probably couldn't you couldn't write a song like that today. You'd be hurting everybody's feelings. Well, he, yeah. Here, I got a little information. It's a good song, but they ain't, they ain't got no reason to live. It was pretty rude if you think about it. Yeah, he he caught really uh, bad heck <laughs> over this song. Um, it was very controversial even at the time because it was considered, uh, you know, uh, what you said, rude. Rude. Just rude. Uh, he refers to the success of Short People as a bad break, saying it's a novelty record like The Chipmunks. The refrain, Short People are just the same as you and I, is sung. Okay, so in the song, there's a, a refrain that says, Short People are just the same as you and I. That is sung by Glenn Fry of the Eagles. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So this was this was another novelty song that I think... Um, he he. I think he kind of regrets having sung it, oh, because of all the backlash that he got on it. Well, uh, you know, you gotta. Are you gonna do? I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna throw this out there because I'm not gonna do it. What? Um, are you gonna do Disco Duck over there? Because <laughs> because a minute ago I said say your favorite uh-huh. and your least. So Disco Duck is my least favorite oh, really? song of the song. Oh, I got yeah. it on my list. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you get to it, you can play because I'm not gonna play it. Oh what? No, I'm not going to play it. What? Don't okay. be scared. I'm scared of it. No. Okay. Hang on. We get... Hang on. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm got, hanging. I, I got a different one. What are we hanging for? What are we hanging for? Hang what are we on. hanging for? What are we hanging for? This is my favorite part. My favorite part of the whole song. She dropped a whole jar of kumquats and peeled back into the sweet midget side. Head us too late, she'd done been in since. Man, when this song came out, it was the coolest thing ever. And he ain't wearing no clothes. Nineteen seventy four. There's a lot of streaking going on. It, 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 so did the did the song instigate all the streakers, or did the streakers create the song? I mean, I think I, it was a little which, bit of both. Which came first, the streakers or the song? I, I think I think the streakers came first. Yeah, number one hit in 1974. 1974. I think all Ray Stevens songs are not all of them, but most of them are novelty songs. Yeah, I mean, he was he was he is was he was the uh, Weird Al. Of the seventies, yeah, literally. yeah, but but then he had you know super serious songs like uh, God bless is it God bless America? What's this? What's the 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 one that the, all the politicians like to use? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, uh, what I'm talking, you know, what I'm yeah. talking about. Oh yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay, how about uh, this? Is when, when I think back to the seventies, uh, 
70s were the golden years of Saturday Night Live. We've actually done an episode on Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. Okay, so think back to Saturday Night Live and right. some of the songs that came out of that uh, that show, and this was probably one, one of the best. <laughs> one of the great oh, artists yeah. ever to tour the United States is the Treasures of Tutankhamun, or King Tut. But I think it's a national disgrace the way we have commercialized it with trinkets and toys, T-shirts and posters. And about three months ago, I was up in the woods. This is my earliest memories of Steve Martin. Real quick, this is Steve Martin and the Toot Uncommons, actually members of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Oh, really? Yeah. I had this album. King Tut. 1978 sold over 1 million copies, reached number 17 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Uh, Martin previewed the song on Saturday Night Live, April 22, 1978. Oh, is that when he, oh, so it was brand, brand, brand new when he did that. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember that episode. I he, remember watching He was that. debuting it, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah. They're, yeah. Back, back in the 70s, there was some pretty funny stuff coming out of SNL. We come all the way in from a planet far from this galaxy called Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> I tell you, it took us 43 days to get here to the midnight special. Didn't think we was ever going to make it. Oh, come on, Rick. We're coming down that long ribbon highway. And every- How can you not like this? Because it's annoying. You think Rick Diesel ever come to Enid? <laughs> I don't know. Nineteen seventy-eight. It's because when it starts quacking, it gets very annoying. I like it because it reminds me of Howard the Duck. I know, I know, <laughs> and that's an that's a kind of an annoying movie in itself, except for Leah Thompson. The scene where she's crawling across the bed. Yeah, that makes it the whole movie. Though. That makes up for the whole movie. Now you know Howard the Duck is a is a uh, uh, getting a little off topic here, but he's actually a uh, Marvel character. He's he's in, yeah yeah he's in he's in the uh, in games. Oh he is yeah that's weird. Uh, if you but you don't see him. There's a big scene at the end where you know everyone's fighting everybody, and it, for a split second you can see you, you'd have to you know people how they do the snapshots or whatever. Uh-huh. So you can see him standing behind. Some other big superhero, <laughs> he's a duck with like a machine gun in his hand. Hmm. What do they call those things? Uh, cook- no, I don't call them cookies. Uh, egg uh, uh, Easter eggs. Easter eggs. It's one of the Easter eggs. You know when there's something funny in the oh, movie. Oh yeah, okay. They hide. They kind of hide things there in plain sight. Gotcha. Got me. Okay, back to Jim Stafford. Uh, 1974. He had a little tune. Back to Jim Stafford. Have we not done a Jim Stafford song yet? No. Nope. He's funny too. And he said, "Before I go, there's something about our love affair that I have a right to know." And I said, "Bill, let's not stand out here like this." 
what would the neighbors think? He reminds me of Rodney Carrington. I said, yeah. let's just slip inside and I'll fix us both a drink. So what was this? Uh, my girl Bill. Nobody's quite sure what he meant Bill. by this song. My girl Bill? Yeah. No oh, I didn't think about that. I think there was some thought it was anti-gay at the time. Oh. I never heard of a girl named Bill. Well, I know. That's why. I've heard of a boy named Sue, but... William's hands were shaking as he took his glass of wine. And I could see we both felt the same. Oh, (laughs) it is a gay song. Well, yeah. Kind of, sort of. No, it absolutely is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, anyway... Uh, find him, him and Bill find themselves in a romantic relationship. However, in the last verse, a twist occurs. The narrator speaks of a woman who has been the men's mutual love interest, but who has now summarily rejected Bill. So, oh. so we don't exactly know what the song actually was about. Okay, use your imagination. Is this Frankenstein? Another number one hit. Instrumental number one hit. My, my my brother had this album cover. Do you remember that album cover? Yeah. It yeah, always yeah. freaked me I out. I didn't have it, but yeah, I remember it. Uh, one of the longest drum solos, I think, of a uh, of any any song ever, ever, ever. It's a long song. 1973. Another number one instrumental. Here's a cool song, though. Weird album cover. I do remember that song. Weird. Now, here's a song I didn't remember. I I didn't remember by the name or the Uh group or anything, but once I started playing it, I remembered it. Oh, yeah? Let's see if anybody else remembers this good oldie from 1972. See if you can name this one, Mr. Wheeler. Oh, I just thought of another one. That, That song reminded me of another one. Oh yeah! Uh, uh, don't tell me any. It's um. <sighs> what? Okay, what's the name of this one? See, I would have. Na- I in a million years could I ever told you the name of this. It is uh, popcorn. Oh, it's not what I thought. <laughs> by by hot butter. <laughs> See, the early seventies, they did goofy stuff. Yep. So I don't. I don't really have any backstory to that one. Well, there was a little bit, but. Uh, it was uh, Gershon Kingsley, who who was otherwise known as Hot Butter. That was your popcorn song. It was another uh, instrumental back in the day. Hang on, I just thought of another one. And I want to play it, but we got to wait for the dang commercial. There's something about listening to YouTube videos on your phone on the YouTube app that there's no commercials. It might be something you might think about. Hang on. Oh, wow. I was talking. <laughs> oh. That's too funny. Was that you playing over the same time I was playing? I, I don't know. Was this this? I guess this was 70s. Is that oh. me? No, I think it's me. I was going to say, where's that drum <laughs> solo coming from? <laughs> I never, hang on. Hang on. I got to turn never. off Frankenstein. <laughs> People are going, What? 
Okay, sorry about that, folks. Now I, had, I thought I turned off Frankenstein. I think I had this 45. I love this song. This this is literally probably within the first six months of when I started listening to music. This was one of the hit songs. My mama cried. Heard her play the night Chicago died. Uh, Paper Lace is that band? Paper Lace, yeah. This was kind of like a one-hit wonder. You know, that's what you're thinking was our one-hit wonder episode. You were thinking we had done novelty songs before? Oh, yeah. I bet it was our one-hit wonders episode. Yes, okay. All right, yeah. So, totally different, but some of them overlap. So, so this is um, The Night Chicago Died, so Billy Don't Be a Hero would have been around the same time. Yeah. So, And I don't have that on my list, but wow. Billy... So, so for you people out there wondering, we'll, we'll throw Billy Don't Be a Hero. I don't know. Like I said, yeah, it's kind of a novelty yeah. song. Billy, don't be here. I'm going to play this one. It's called Brand New Key. Do you know what song I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, the roller skating song. I was going to say, I call it the roller skating song. I think yeah. everybody th- calls it the roller skating song. 1972, I Melanie. I didn't know that's who did. My bicycle window last night. They think this may be one of the most parodied novelty songs of all time. Really? Yeah. It started out as a parody almost. Ooh, I got a brand new pair of You got a brand new key. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Billy. Billy, don't be a hero. 1974, Bo Donaldson in the heyday. So, so 1974, early 74 is probably about when I started listening to 45s and albums. I think I had this 45, too. Don't be a hero. Don't be a fool with your life. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, the 70s. Oh, the the, the, the great music just doesn't stop, does such it? good songs. Okay, now this one, I didn't quite remember, but I'm going to play it for all of you out there that might remember it. We're going all the way back to a folk singer in 1972. See if you remember this song, Mr. Wheeler. Skunk. Yeah. Dead skunk in the middle of the road. Yeah, that's on my list. That's a funny song. I think I probably remember hearing it, but not exactly knowing what he was saying. <laughs> it reached number 16 on the Billboard Top 100. Wow. Top 100. It's kind of a good song. I mean, it is a good song. Kind of, kind of catchy, kind of folksy, kind of. Uh, you know, kind of. Loudon Wainwright the third. Yes. Loudon. Loudon. I guess that's how you say it. Could be Luden. Is it Luden or Loudon? No, I think it's Loudon. Um kind of making a political statement there if you listen to the whole song. That was kind of what oh, it was is meant he? to be. Yeah. I didn't realize that. 
Yeah. Did you get... Yeah, yeah. I need to find a better source for my... Yeah, you need to do it on your phone. It's kind of cool because there's no ads. Trying to think. Oh, me ding a ling a ling. That was the next one on my list. <laughs> Chuck Berry did it too. Chuck Berry, yeah, 1972 was Chuck Berry. <laughs> it was banned in some stations for its sexual innuendo. That's the that's the sexual innuendo song I was in. Ah. <laughs> I want you to play with my ding a ling a ling. <laughs> My oh, little, my little ding-a-ling-a-ling. That version was done by Judge Dredd. Oh, and really? Yeah. There, uh, was a, there was a movie with Sylvester Stallone. I don't think it's the same Judge oh, Dredd. I wasn't thinking. Where's my info on Judge Dredd? Oh, 72. 72. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think it, I don't know, I didn't get to where it topped the door, where it hit the charts at. Did not get that part. Well, let's go. Let's go all the way back, all the way back to 1971, and see if anybody remembers this golden oldie. Not to be confused with an older version of the same title. Uh oh. Oh, somebody's uh, showing. They've actually got the. Here's a 45. So you might even hear the scratching. Oh yeah. It's, oh, I love it. I know the song you're talking about. Nineteen seventy one Daddy Dewdrop Chickaboom. Yep. It reached number nine on the Billboard Hot One Hundred. <laughs> okay, I'm a, I'm a well I'm, That's got a lot of innuendos in it too. Or not uh, maybe not innuendos, but uh it's, it's pretty suggestive. Double no, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You wanna zip up into the Later, seventies towards the end. Yeah, to just see how how they've changed. <laughs> pop music by M. Yeah. Pop, 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 pop music. I mean, even though they're both novelty songs, just just the how they're put together and how they're recorded and stuff. Just just eight short years. <laughs> 1979. Talk about pop music. Talk about pretty good little catchy song yeah. there. Yeah, this was towards the uh, yeah, like I said, the end of the decade when disco was kind of yeah on its way out. Okay, this next song uh became popular in uh 1975 and this caused me and my buddies I don't know that you and I ever did this cuz it was 75 which was this was probably like 5th 4th 5th grade yeah maybe a little bit of 6th grade yeah after this song came out we started make our making our own version I wish I wonder if I've got a cassette tape somewhere with one of these on it. So let's see if you guys remember this song. And, and does anybody remember recording any of your own versions of this? 
here on the beach where a giant shark has just eaten a girl swimmer. Well, Mr. Jaws, how was it? Ah, oh, man! And what did she say when you grabbed her? Please, Mr. Please. Oh. I know sharks are stupid, but what did you think when you took that first bite? How sweet it is. Mr. Jaws, before you swim out to sea, have you anything else to say? Sheriff, Sheriff Brody, the shark will be back for lunch. What do you intend to do? Yeah, we we started making our own versions of uh, what they call those. I don't know what they if what the name of them is. There was another one, and I don't know like ma- not mashups, but kinda. I don't I don't know if I if I did the other one or not. I'll. When we get as as we go along, we'll find out. But anyway, so yeah, we used to take uh, cassette. Uh, you know, back in the day, all we had was cassette recorders, mm-hmm. and uh, we used to had two cassette recorders. So we'd take one and we'd get the songs that we wanted, and we'd make up our own. You know, talk, interviews and right. stuff. So mm-hmm. I I almost bet. I almost now that I'm thinking about it, I almost bet I have a cassette with one of those. If I find it, I will either bring it in for a upcoming episode or i will post it on the podcast like as its own one or two minute bonus episode yeah and you guys can hear it so hopefully i can dig one of those up bonus episode a bonus episode we, we may start doing yeah i was thinking about doing that with the uh um, boogie check tapes. oh yeah may, maybe every now and then throw in a bonus Name that song. Fly Robin Fly? Yep. Now, my this was like a song that my sister listened to just as I was getting into music. Yeah, 75. I remember her having this on her uh, record player all of the time. And that one song... Up, up to the sky. This went number one, too. It did. There was another song at the exact same time of the the song, and it could have been a novelty song. The lady's singing, and then and then somebody the lady starts talking, and she talks about Martin Luther King and JFK, and oh, what was that song? Um, mm. Oh heck, I can't believe I can't remember that song. I can't believe you can't either. Some, somebody, uh, it was same time. So what year was that? Seventy five. So it was in seventy five. It was like. Um, Oh, um, uh, what the world needs now oh, yeah. is love, sweet love. And then somewhere in the song, I think somebody oh, talks some cool. words. I don't know if that'd be a novelty song or not, but uh, mm-hmm. I just remember mm-hmm. my sister listening to both of those songs what all the, the time. What the world needs now? Yeah. What the and, world and Fly Robin Fly. Is love, sweet love. Fly Robin Fly. Fly Robin Fly. The Silver Connection. Um, um, Yo. Are there novelty songs today? Oh yeah, like I mean, with you know, I guess everything Weird Al does, but yeah, I mean, I was just thinking of one the other day, but yeah, oh yeah, there's there's definitely novelty songs all the time. I'm just not thinking of them. Yeah, I can't think of a new one. I mean, or in the last um, or this day, even you know, in the last. Yeah, I'd have to get off. I'm think I'm so I'm trying to <laughs> do ten things here that that yeah, there there definitely are new. Um, Okay, here, I'll, I'll play another one for you. Another number one instrumental. 
So, this is the Sound of Philadelphia by the, what they call the MFSB, Mother, Father, Sister, Brother Band, 1974. Yeah. Lots of instrumentals back then, too. Yeah. So... We've never done an episode on Doctor Demento, have we? Uh, no. Now, I'm did not. you did you listen to Doctor Demento? No, I wasn't that much into him. Man, every Sunday night. So as a kid, I uh, had this radio. It was like a, you know, it had AM, FM, but it was it was like a black box with a big antenna, mm-hmm. and you could pick up, you could pick up people talking on their CB radios and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You had like uh, across the dial, there was like five or six different bands. Exactly. Yeah. A multi-band. It was a multi-band radio. A multi-band. Yeah. And so I remember listening to that on Sunday nights with my tape recorder set next to it with the with the microphone that you had on the cord. Mm-hmm. And when Doctor Demento would come on. I would try to turn it on when a song would come on. So I had all these songs that were missing like the first four notes of every song. <laughs> but what I did was I made a Dr. Demento tape, which was like 30 minutes long, and that's what I would listen to when I fell asleep every night. And I can't remember every song on there. But So, so one of these days, I think in the future, we're going to do a Dr. Demento okay. episode. But this was one of the favorite songs... Uh, from the Dr. Demento show from um, 1975. See if you remember this one. I have a sad story to tell you. It may hurt your feelings a bit. Last night when I walked into my bathroom, I stepped in a big pile of shaving cream. (laughs) Nice and clean. That was that was one of the big one of the big Doctor Demento hits. It was actually a hit in 1946. Oh, uh, Phil Winston, and then it was brought back in 1975 and uh, became peaking at number 30 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. <laughs> Early copies of the 1975 Vanguard single credited Bell as a performer, however, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there's a little controversy about who, who sang it. But yeah, so a 1946 song uh, topped the charts in 1975. Wow. Because of Dr. Demento. Uh, yeah, I must admit he was, he was very influential in uh, novelty songs. Remember these guys? Oh, yeah, he's a good singer. Man. No, no. Yeah, I was gonna say we, there are a couple of those songs we just talked man. about last week. Uh-huh. Oh man, you don't know who Santa Claus is, man. Yeah, I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus and his old lady. Oh, I see. Well, hey, man, sit back and relax, and I'll tell you the story about think that demon and and what they did most of the time though was make a lot of goodies, you know. <laughs> I like the, uh, the, 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 the dust. The little dust for you. That was funny stuff. Those guys still cracking me up. Now what you playing? Now this song, 1979, I, I don't know that I remember it or not. See if you remember it. Uh, it's not ringing a bell right Well, now. but it will. What year? 79. 
Stars on 45. Oh yeah. So basically, it goes into a whole bunch of different songs. It, oh, it's, it's a, a song. Me- it's a yeah, melody. Uh, medley. 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 So it stars on forty-five medley. It's got uh, some golden earring. Ah, uh, honey, honey. Anyway, there. I don't know that I remember it. Um, I don't remember it. Which is kind of you would think in seventy-nine we would have remembered. Uh, I don't know how well it did or how popular it was in our area. It must not have been super popular. Because I don't remember it. Well, we were heavy into the cat back then. Oh, and we were listening to Kansas and the Sticks. And a lot of Christmas song novelty songs back in the seventies. <laughs> Too much eggnog. Grandma got grandma by the reindeer. By El- and, Elmo and Patsy. And I'm not going to play this one, but uh, there was also I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. That was redone by the Jackson 5 in 1970. Yeah. But originally it was released in 1952 and reached number one U.S. single in December of 52. And um, originally recorded by 13 year old Jimmy Boyd. Jimmy Boyd, but uh, the Jackson Five brought it back and had that little kid named Michael something. Michael, Michael the pedophile. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) erase that. (laughs) No, I was exonerated. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's not here to defend himself. So, do you remember the Bridget the Midget song by Ray Stevens? I don't remember. Play it because I didn't get to it to, to play it, but I don't remember it by name. Surely somebody, surely somebody out there remembers it. Let us know if you do. That'll help if I turn the volume up. I do not remember this at all. Two feet tall. <laughs> It'd be a good dancing song, but yeah. I don't. I don't really remember what year. Uh, yeah, 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 You know, I. You don't know. You know, you don't know. So I think this is him with just the check mark. Uh, you know, the Chipmunk app, you can, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Bridget the Midget. I think it was, uh, it had to be mid-70s. Hang on, hang on, 74. 74, yeah. okay. Um, Jerry Reed. Jerry oh, Reed. yeah. Jerry Reed had some songs. I can't remember all of his best novelty songs, but in 1970, he had, now this one, I don't remember, but I kind of like the song. He's a, he's a hell of a musician. <laughs> Amos Moses. I guess you could do uh, uh, Smoking the Bandit, too. I mean, I'd... Yeah. That's kind of where, where Convoy came from. Kind of, sort of. 
in that. Which was first? Smokey and the Bandit or Convoy was first, wasn't it? Yes, I do believe so. I do believe, but I could be wrong. Somebody could be screaming at their device saying, oh, you guys don't not. know nothing. You don't know, you don't know nothing. Yeah, that's true. We don't know a whole lot. Why is it? And just to let you guys know out there, we, we did not, we are not able to get to every novelty song. There was a lot of novelty songs in the 70s. We're trying to get you guys the ones that uh, hopefully you guys remember most. Somebody remembers. Is that you or me? That's you. Sorry. What do you, 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 I don't know what I pulled up here. Let's just find out. Yeah, you'll know. Come on. Come on, Jerry. Oh. Come on, Jerry. I'm trying to think of what his other songs were, and I can't. I know he's had. Oh. But besides this one. What year was, uh, what, was what year was Smoking the Bandit? 77. Okay. Yeah. We going to do what they. But, yeah, when was. Uh, uh, Convoy. Convoy was only six. Oh, wow. Watch old bandit run. That's a funny movie. Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. That's one of them movies that lasts forever. Yeah. So now we go to a 1970. I don't know that anybody's going to remember this one. It was popular in the UK by the Pipkins in 1970. Thought I would just throw it in. I thought I would. A good dancing song. Oh yeah. One hit wonder by the Pipkins. By the Pipkins. You know, there's a lot of songs that I thought were seventies that are not. Yeah, we uh, we were just having dinner, and I'm going to try to get the version that is in the 70s, because there's a version in the 70s. Of what song? I don't want to tell yet. I don't want to tell you. You don't always a surprise. This yeah. suspense is killing me. I'd like to kill you. <laughs> I'd like hey. to kill you. Hey, how about I'd like to teach the... Is that a novelty song? Uh, I'd like yeah. to teach the world. That's kind of a novelty song. Somebody might have that. Okay, so this song was actually... Hang on. Okay, so this song was made very popular just barely outside of the 70s in 1981 by Kim Carnes. But it was originally oh. written by Jackie... DeShannon in 1975 and this was her version so I'm going to play this novelty version of from 75 a little different it's a lot different I kind of like it though yeah it's kind of jazzy almost It's it's more uh, up, it's uh, it's a more positive. Yeah. Kim Carnes version. Kim Carnes really took it down. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of uh, yeah, it's kind of a downer song, or not downer, but dark. Or yeah, so that. Uh, 
This is kind of a novelty song. Yeah, I'd say that. Trees and honeybees, turtle dove. I'd like to teach the world to sing with me. Perfect harmony, perfect harmony. Sorry, I had to ruin it. Everybody's like, God, ah, Todd, you got to sing every damn song. Yeah, pretty much. Got to. Pretty much. Okay, this one is uh, along the lines of the Jaws song. We are here at the White House for a special report <laughs> on the energy crisis. Mr. President, have you any statement? Mr. President, what really caused the energy crisis? During the crisis, how much gas will motorists be allowed? Just enough for the city. Yeah. the gas shortage will affect most? I'm not even sure of the of the year. Oh, 74, Ener- Energy Crisis from huh. 1974. We should do one of those. See if you remember this. I don't remember this one. Oh, it's a terrible quality. I don't know if it's even going to work. Yeah, that's not going to work. What? That's, that's what I, it's called Get Down Shep. Oh, yeah. I, was, I had played that one earlier. You did? Yeah, but I did not remember it. Um... You played it. We, we played no, I, it? no. I played it when I was preparing oh. for the show, and oh. I was like, eh, "I don't remember that one." Uh-uh. Not at all. Uh, we're kind of probably getting into the territory of ones that I don't really remember because <laughs> a lot of these I don't remember. Let me see if I can get this one. Um, God, this title is so long. I can't even. It's going to take me forever to type it in. Uh, so this one is, I don't even have a year on it. Um, let me see. What's the year? See if you guys out there remember this one. Joe Tex. Joe Tex. I ain't gonna bump no more with no big fat woman. Doing the bump. Kind of a good song. Kind of like it. Yeah, I just don't remember it at all. Kind of like it. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me. Hit me one more time. Uh, Woo. Yeah, so... uh, and again, I think the rest, every, every song that I have left on my list, I got no idea. Um, Bertha Butt Boogie by Jimmy Cascabunch. Oh, I remember that one. You do? You remember uh, that one? Uh, Bertha. Bertha Butt, yeah. See, I didn't remember that one. Mm-hmm. Um, how, did, you play, you didn't, did you play Basketball Jones uh-uh. by Cheech and Chong? Uh-uh. So Cheech and Chong had a ton. Oh, they, yeah. they were also a heavy novelty group yeah. in the 70s. Well, that's how they started, really. I mean, comedy and music and, and uh, you know, all that good stuff. See, here, I got one for you. Join Planet Fitness for one <laughs> What, what? Planet what? I don't, I don't know where that came from. Seasons in the Sun. Terry Jacks. I've got this 8-track. Uh, I went to a Branson two years ago, and I was going through an antique shop, and I thought, you know, how can a guy that does the 70s Buzz podcast not have an 8-track anywhere in his house? 
So I looked through all the eight tracks that they had there at the at the. Is that you? Is that me? I don't know where it's coming from. Um, and so this was the song that I picked. So I have a red eight track with this song on it. I can't play it, but I've got this song on it. Eight track. Joy, we had fun. Ah, 74. That was an innocent year. Me and my old girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, boy, I think we've gone through them. Uh, Unless you got a whole list of them over there that I'm not thinking about, Sonny. Hang on. I know there's a lot more, but some of them are so obscure. Uh, Is this... Hang on, I've got it. Now, a, a Boy Named Sue by Johnny Cash was 69, so it was just right there on the verge. How about... Oh, I forgot about this one. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's like the more you look, the more you find. And different people have different lists and different... Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Captain Antonio. Oh. Oh God, this was this didn't win. Did we do an episode where this was like vote? We voted this like the worst song, one of the worst songs ever. I like this song. Oh, dude, no way. Oh yeah. Come she on. Was, she was she was such a babe back then. Muskrat love, Captain Antonio. Maybe I'm the one that said that. I, I hated that song. Really? Oh, gosh. Really? I'm trying to find a Cher. Surely Cher had a novelty song in the 70s. What was her um, what was her Indian song? Um, oh, no, she's had um, Gypsy... Qu- Gypsy, Tramps, and Thieves. I don't know that that's a novelty song, but... Uh, really? Uh, oh. Dark dark Lady? Oh, half, man. Half-Breed is what I was thinking. Oh. Half-Breed? How could we forget this one? Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Not forget it, but... Hang on. We still got plenty of time over there. Oh, we got all the time we need. Oh no, yeah, we got, we got. Hang on. Recognize it yet? Not yet. You will. (laughs) Gonna grab some afternoon delight. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Afternoon Delight. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of if this, if I would consider this a novelty song. Well, maybe not. This, this was just a good song. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm getting out of the novelty. I just keep finding these songs that are cool. <laughs> I want to play it. Yeah. Starlight Vocal Band, 1976. Good song. How are we doing on time? Oh, we, we're we're over. We need. To, oh, we are. Oh, yeah. I was going to try to find a few more, but yeah, we better get out of here. So, uh, thank you guys for checking in, and don't forget to email us at buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. Please tell us what your favorite, your number one novelty song of 1970 was. Oh, you know what we didn't do? What? You want to squeeze it in real quick? What? Uh oh. It's my least favorite song. Okay, squeeze it in. No, oh, never mind. It's not we, available. We can go long. That's nah, okay. What was it? Pina Colada song. Is that was that seventies? I guess. It, yeah. That's yeah. That's a. So what about the? Uh, I hate that song. What about the? What about the? Um, getting caught in the rain. Um, what year was that? Getting um, caught in the rain. Yeah, Rupert Holmes. Um, 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 that's uh, a Pina Colada song. Oh, okay. Oh, that, 
Oh yeah, I guess I forget. I forget it's called. Yeah, it's okay. called. Actually, the name's Escape. What what year was that? I don't know. It doesn't say. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Was it eighties? No, 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 no. Seventies? No, no, it was. I think it's seventies. Anyway, if not, let us know. I'm sure we'll hear about it. Now, surely, surely we'll get a cease and desist letter out of all this. I was going to say this was probably the episode where we played illegal songs more than any other episode before. So. But, but. You know, we didn't mean harm. This we, was this was all for education and entertainment yeah. and parody. Yeah. We parodied every song <laughs> on there. By golly, by golly! The funny part is, is every song on there was almost a parody. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so sue us if you can. If not, uh, enjoy the show but and uh, make sure you advertise it. The the you know, the heck out of you're suing us, please, please. Please. Yeah, take it to the Supreme Court, because <laughs> we're going to. Yeah, and we'll be wearing our t 